Hi, everyone. Welcome to The Stylish Bride, the podcast dedicated to making sure you are dressed, styled, and down the aisle. I'm your host, Julie Sabatino, and today we are going to be talking about something that's really important and happens a lot. How to make sure the bustle of your wedding dress does not break. I have with me here my very good and longtime friend, Giselle, who runs The Dress Doctor in Chicago and has been in the bridal industry for many, many years and really grew up in the alterations world because her mom started The Dress Doctor, Giselle, how many years ago? In 1984. Oh my goodness. So since you were a baby. (laughs) (laughs) Before I was born. (laughs) Before you were, oh my God. Yeah. Well, Um, so I'm thrilled to have you here today and I'm so excited that you can talk to us and make our listeners aware of this issue that happens so, so often. Giselle, maybe we should even start by saying what a bustle is and because perhaps you aren't at that stage yet, but you know, the wedding dress bustle is picking up the train so that you can dance and you know you can do it with buttons or ties and basically it either goes under or over and we need it to be off the floor so that you can move around Decent description. Yeah, that, that yeah, that was perfect. You know, if you talk to any recent brides or girls that are in that time of their life, they'll tell you that almost always the wedding dress bustle breaks. It comes undone. And today I want to talk to you about not only why that happens, but how to prevent it. And then if it still happens, how to fix it. So Giselle, tell me <laughs> in all your experience, why does this happen? Well, first of all, I mean, I've worked in the design departments of many luxury bridal design companies, and they are not designing the dress to be bustled. So that's... Uh, Yeah, that's that's a great point. (laughs) That's the first issue. I hadn't really thought of it that way, that the dress designers are looking at the gown as a whole with the train long and beautiful behind the bride, they're not thinking about how is this going to bustle? That really happens in the alteration phase. Uh, you know, that so it makes sense that it's a little bit of a mishmash sometimes. Yes. <laughs> and I've been in a lot of custom dress fittings where the designer refuses to bustle a dress. Yeah. Like, oh, no, <laughs> we're not doing that. It doesn't look pretty. I'm like, right. Bye. They have to be able to dance. They have to be able to get around. They're like, no, no, sorry. My dress isn't going to be bustled. (laughs) I know. I mean, it's just the, it's part of the industry. They're, they're there to give you a beautiful gown. They're not there to make sure it's practical. Yeah. Just like all the like off shoulder looks and things that are, you know, that are strapless. Yeah. The designer's not thinking about you sitting in it, dancing in it, jumping around. They're just like, you're walking down the aisle and you're going to look amazing. And then, then, you know, your seamstress will figure it out. Good luck. (laughs) Right, right. No, that is so true. Poor, poor ladies. (laughs) I know. Well, you know, and I, I'm lucky that I've had design experience because when I approach a bustle, I look at it as if it's something I'm draping um, because you have to. And we end up spoiling our customers actually here because we will like if someone doesn't like their bustle, we'll redo it because also your dress is bustled almost more than 50 percent of the time that you're in it. Absolutely. 
So it has to look nice. So again, if your seamstress is kind of like weary about it and they don't want, they want it to just be one thing that's picked up, you know, maybe just like nicely ask them if they wouldn't mind separating the layers so that again, if your bustle, if one bustle breaks, then the rest of them won't break. Everything that you do for a bustle is done by hand. It's almost impossible for an actual uh, sewing machine to get in there and do all the tiny little stitches to hold your bustle. Right. So always keep that in mind that, okay, this is something that's done by hand. It's holding a lot of weight. So I either need to make sure I have safety pins ready to go or I, you can't really be too crazy in your dress when you're dancing if you don't want your bustle to break. Um, right. If you don't care, you know, that's cool. I, I want you to have fun. <laughs> but again, right. Um, so this might be hard, but expect your bustle to break. Just expect it to happen. It's, okay. And that's like just the way that I have all of my brides looking at it. Like, all right, yeah. I'm going to expect this to happen so that when it does happen, I'm not upset and I know exactly what to do because my seamstress showed me exactly how to bustle it, how right. to fix it again. Let's back up for a second. So there's basically two main styles of bustles, the American bustle and the French bustle. Um, Giselle, will you tell us what the difference is? Sure. So American is when you take your fabric from the outside and you pick it up onto itself. Um, if you like think of any 90s rom-com movie yeah. where someone's getting married, they do an American bustle. Okay. Um, so it's like almost like a tail on on the back. It's really beautiful and it works for certain styles. The other version is a French bustle. That one is, it's if you take the concept of the American and you invert it and you flip it inside out. So you kind of just tuck under and it creates like a little fold. That one's also nice. It works on like sleeker gowns. And then another one actually that we've been doing a lot is the fold under where mm. you literally just fold the dress under so it's flat and there's no fold in the middle of your skirt and there's no pickup. So it literally just looks like your dress has been hemmed in the back. So depending on your style of dress, uh, here at the Dress Doctor, we have three bustles. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I don't see the hemline bustle all that much, I think, because it really requires a slim skirt and not a super long train. Is, is that right? It can be done. There's ways to, I mean, and here, again, we get like super complicated with our bustles. This is like, and we also have like very specific brides who want their bustle a certain way. So it definitely looks better on a sleeker, slimmer dress. And yes, when your train is super long, expect your, expect your tailor to have to do multiple like tiers of bustles. Yeah. So for, let's say a train that's super long, your dress is super slim. Usually we do a double French bustle. So mm -hmm. you have an inner one that bustles and then the outer one goes over it. So it looks like one bustle, but the yep. inside is also bustled still. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's a good point because there, that's something that brides need to think about that they don't yes. necessarily think about in the store. So exactly. I have tons of uh, clients for the wedding day service that 
it took their dress and extended the train two feet. And <laughs> yeah, it looks pretty going down the aisle. But what no one's talking about when they're purchasing the gown is that, okay, but you have to bustle that up. Yes, and the exactly. more fabric there is, the bigger the bustle and the heavier the dress. So, yes. you know, just as a side note, ladies, you know, think about that before you know, how much difference is it going to make if you right. have that train super long? And maybe it's nice to use, like, if you're wearing a veil, have your veil be much longer instead of yeah. your actual dress. Or, you know, there's different ways that yep. Julie can explain, obviously, styling-wise, yeah. how you can get that look. Another thing at the bridal boutique is a lot of the times they put you on that riser. So you look yeah. taller and the dress, you know, the train doesn't look as long. Yep. Step off of that riser and... Like, look at yourself with the train out when you're not up another six inches. Yeah. Get off of the pedestal, ladies. (laughs) (laughs) No, but it's true because it does really make a difference. You know, you're six inches up and that's six more inches on the ground. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. So, no, that makes perfect sense. And I think that one of the tricky parts about bustles is that they're highly variable. So, Some dresses can really be done either way. You know, you could do the American, you could do the French. It's personal preference. Every fitter does a bustle a different way. So it's really, it isn't something that's streamlined or that you can, I don't know. It's not cookie cutter. It's not like. Exactly. Every dress bustles differently for every single person. Yeah. You can have two different people in the same dress and they will be bustled differently because of height, because of, you know, their body type. And because of personal preference, exactly. Yeah, yeah. What do you do when a bride just hates the bustle? Like, I had a fitting recently with a client who's like, I just hate this. I don't want to do it. What Do you have any advice for brides who are in that situation? Well, okay. So usually, I get that a lot, too. They're like, I hate it. It looks stupid. I don't want to deal with this. So what I do is I just put a bustle in and then give them a dancing loop. Yep. So you can have it on your wrist and then... By, you know, eight o'clock at night when you're exhausted and your wrist is hurting, you can bustle it. Yeah. And no one's yeah. looking and you don't care at that point. Exactly. Uh, so I just do it. I'm like, yeah, I don't care that you don't want it. It's going to be in there. You don't even need to see it. You don't have to even do it. You're going to thank me. Exactly. exactly. No, it's true. It's true. So in terms of um, the fitting when the bustle goes in, you can work with your fitter. A lot of times they will try it both ways if you have a choice. Some some dresses can really only be bustled one way, but a lot of times there's a choice and that you can pick aesthetically. But what are some tips that you would give our listeners best practices uh, so that it won't fall down as much as possible? Okay. So the first thing is that it needs to be off the ground if you don't want it to break. Because if it's touching the ground and you take any kind of like box step or you're stepping backwards or someone's behind you and, you know, they're stepping on your dress and you take a step forward, your bustle is going to completely tear through. Yeah. Especially if it's like a delicate tool, chiffon or charmeuse, organza, anything that's delicate. The other thing is that if this is another side note, Bustles also, again, are meant to break so that you don't tear a giant hole in your dress, too. Yeah, so, yeah. That's why, Good point. That's why they're done by hand. But going back to preventing it, make your bustle a tiny bit shorter. Also, because later in the night, you're probably going to change your shoes. You might, you know, put on a flat shoe or a sandal. Yeah. And if your bustle is a tiny bit shorter, then at least it's already there. Um, right, right. Obviously not like six inches shorter, but just have it 
floating off the ground. And then in your fitting, try dancing. Like I always ask my girls, you know, if they need me to step out and they need to practice the move, <laughs> I close the curtain and I'm like, jump around, try to dance, like try to, try to step backwards, almost yeah. try to like pretend like you're at your wedding because if it breaks now, then I know what I have to change. I know that, you know, you're constantly stepping more with your right foot and that's why the right side's falling or, you know, whatever it is. Right. Right. So just try to sit in your dress, dance in your dress. And, um, the other thing that I don't, that I've been like telling people all the time not to do is, and I know this is like really fun for the groom to do, but a lot of grooms for some reason, I don't know what it is. They got like all this adrenaline and they just want to pick up their bride. (laughs) A la dancing with the stars style. (laughs) That is like, you're asking for like a hook and eye to pop or the bustle to get like stuck under her heel while oh you're like picking her up just don't do it or if you're gonna do it it should be like in the choreographed dance that you guys do oh my um, god that's so funny you're so it, right it's like the I mean I've had a girl who her fiance did that outside like on Michigan Avenue here in Chicago and she like she called me and she's like Giselle my zipper just broke and oh my gosh picked me up like and I wasn't paying attention he picked Ugh. me up, like grabbed me too quickly. So she had to like run up here and I had to, you know, stitch her in. But, um, well, we're going to have a whole episode about that yes. in a couple of weeks about <laughs> what to do if your zipper oh breaks, because this is like the worst case scenario <laughs> in wedding dress world. Oh my it God. Is. So uh, yes, to prevent the bustle breaking, make sure it's just a tiny bit shorter and make sure the weight is distributed in different points of the train, not just one point. And also that the layers are separated from each other um, so that if one breaks, not everything else breaks. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, two things to keep in mind. The first is that wedding dresses, uh, most people don't know, are natural fibers and they grow on you as the night goes on. Kind of like jeans, you know, you put your jeans on out of the dryer, they're tight. And throughout the day, they loosen up and your wedding dress is going to do that. So it grows, especially if it's embroidered. Yes. So you have to accommodate for that a little bit and always, always err on the side of shorter. If your train is dragging on the floor at all during the fitting, it's going to be even longer that night by the time you bustle it up. So go shorter. And the fitter is going to say to you, oh, it doesn't look as pretty. And she's right. It doesn't. But at the end of the day, you have to be able to function, you know? So that's one thing. And the other thing is if you have a professional there and your dress is tool, they can actually cut it. And you and I have done this a bunch of times. (laughs) It's always a little nerve wracking, but you can just cut up the tool. So you don't have to do that. Or you have a detachable train and you don't have to bustle. But, you know, there. so most dresses, though, I should say, you know, you do. And even when you think it's not going to be pretty and you don't love the way that it looks, just put it in, like you said in the beginning, because it really, you know, it's a functionality Uh, piece. You know, you want to be able to enjoy your night and not worry about it. And trust us, like you will get tired of it being down. I mean, when you're in your dress during your fittings, you're just standing there and you're looking at yourself. So you're obviously going to nitpick at how the bustle looks because that's your focus. Yeah. But in real life during the actual evening, it's not like that at all. It goes by so quickly. No one's looking at your bustle. They just want you to be able to move around and, you know, enjoy your night. Yep. 
And then, you know, if it does happen to break and somebody steps on it, what do you suggest? How do they fix it? I 100% recommend having tons of safety pins, especially if you're not somebody who is good with their hands or knows anything about sewing. Safety pins are your best friend. So you find the points where the bustle broke and you put them back together and pin them a little bit more like below underneath where it was in a spot that doesn't have a tear. And you just kind of pick everything up. And then you look at the rest of the bustle and you determine if the other pickups need to be shortened as well, just in case. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, this is great, great advice. And hopefully we can prevent a few bustles from breaking just from the brides out there knowing how to prevent it. But I really, I really appreciate you being here with us today and sharing your expertise with us. And, and thank you for being here. Thank you. So everyone, thanks for tuning in. I hope that these tips have been helpful. If you have questions that we didn't address in this uh, episode, please reach out. We really want to hear from you. You can get in touch with me through Instagram. My handle is at the stylish bride and you can reach Giselle at the dress doctor. Our websites are also the same, the stylish and the dress And if you've enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends and give it a good review wherever you get your podcast from because it will help other listeners be aware and troubleshoot problems. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast to make sure you don't miss a tip on how to be dressed, styled, and down the aisle. Bye for now.